Welcome to Disrespectfully Agree with Oatman and LJ. I am LJ Cross Mays, Mr. Oatman. I am Michael Lamar Oatman. Nice to meet you, party people. We're going to talk this week about Justice League, the Flashpoint Paradox, animated film from the DC Animation people. We mentioned this on a previous episode. It's Oatman. a cartoon. Oatman really wanted to watch this animated film. I did. All right, so this one is based on a collection of comic book issues collected into a graphic novel in which the Flash goes to a parallel dimension in which everything is bad. Things bad happen. No one is who they seem. He doesn't have his powers anymore. And the world is on the verge of destruction. There's a war between the Atlanteans and the... Thamascarans, that's Wonder Woman and Aquaman to you and I. And they are going to destroy the planet, probably, in their pursuit of vengeance against one another. This thing stars C. Thomas Howell as Professor Zoom. So, man, to all you who know him. Michael B. Jordan as Cyborg. Kevin Conroy as Batman. Dana Delaney as Lois Lane, reprising her role. Carrie Elwes as Aquaman. Nathan Fillion as Green Lantern slash Hal Jordan. Don Knotts is also in it. Nope. There are no fish, talking fish in this one. He only talks to fish. And Ron Perlman as Deathstroke. We'll start off with some mostly spoiler-free conversation, then we'll jump into spoilers. We'll let you know when that happens. Oatman, you wanted to see this thing. Yes. You were curious about it. Mm -hmm. How do you feel now? Loved it. Really? Thought it was fabulous. Why? Well, I love something where like people who shouldn't die, die. So I thought that was kind of interesting that you had... This maybe this is right up your alley because you love Voyager, Star Trek uh, Voyager, right? And it's a terrible show, but <laughs> there it, there are two episodes. There's a two parter that I enjoyed slash also hate called The Year in Hell. Oh, I love that, right? And this is very that much that is my shiznit right there. This is kind of like that where all kinds of bad Great. things happen. Yes, and then at the end, none of it ever happens, so it doesn't matter. No, it was the best. <laughs> the Year of Hell. That's a that's a good one. It was, yeah, I enjoyed it because it was what Voyager kind of should have always been. That's great. Which is they're, they're in trouble, they're outnumbered, their resources are extremely limited, and they have to survive in this very hostile territory, uh, isolated. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of what the show was supposed to be. So you get that in two episodes, and then, of course, magically, none of it happened. Because it's episodic Star Trek and everything has to be like a Simpsons episode where everything's the same as it was at the beginning and the end. All right, whatever. So this is that. It's characters dying. It's characters who shouldn't have died. Characters who aren't superheroes who should have been. Weird stuff happens. Loved it. I mean, there were some inconsistencies in it, but I, I really liked it. I enjoyed the film as well. This is my second time viewing it. It's. Uh, I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It's definitely good. I mean, it has some weird... I had some questions about some of the stuff that was happening. Like what? I don't know. They were just L let me help you. Well, I, I'll give you one. There's a scene, and it's a small scene, and it's not a big quibble. But um, there's a scene which we have. I think it's Superman, mm -hmm. and then we got like Aquaman, and there are these bombs that they're trying to disarm. Oh, at the beginning. Yeah, at the very beginning. Yes. Before they go to the parallel. World. Right. Uh, Doctor Zo Professor Zoom. Sorry. Yeah. Professor Zoom puts some bombs around on people, the rogues gallery, some of the bad guys, and the Justice League shows up and they all split up to isolate the damage should they explode and they yeah. each try and get the disarm the bombs individually in their own unique ways. So then yeah, like Aquaman just takes the bomb and he just kinda crushes it. Nope. He doesn't? No. Okay. 
That's Superman. But he doesn't crush it either. No, no, no. For my memory, Aquaman just crushes it. He doesn't just crush it. Here's what he and does. Superman puts it in his hand and lets it blow Let's up. Let's it blow So, so what, what I was Aquaman, just wondering, my question was, yes. I was wondering, how strong is Aquaman? Is Aquaman in, the, in this world? Because I haven't followed Aquaman as closely. Right. Is he as super strong on land? Is he like a super strong character that he could take it and just crush it, but Superman can't? He has to just let it go you, off. You missed something. Okay, it, I missed something. He did the talking to the fish thing, but apparently yeah. he can also talk to the microbes in the water. And so he commanded the microbes to eat away at all the wiring and all of the gadgetry, electronical stuff. Okay. And they ate it away like uh, like they hollowed it out from the inside. Okay. And so they actually disarmed the bomb. <laughs> and okay. then he picks it up and so crushes it. So he's not it. super strong. He's just regular strong. He's super, he's super strong, but nowhere close to a Superman. Okay. That's one of the things I was wondering. Like, was he a – was he a, and then again, I just want to say I don't know Aquaman well enough to know. And it that, depends on what version, obviously. But yeah, because generally later, he has – he has he's stronger than a human. Yeah, of course. But so, just a, like a Klingon gotcha. would be. Because I was trying to figure it out later when he was having the war, how strong was he as opposed? I guess you might. Yeah, he, he. I don't think he's as strong as Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's one of the things I was trying to figure out. What was the? I wasn't sure what the power dynamics were between them, and I was trying to figure some of that out. Yeah, so that was that's what happened there. Okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. I've got a nerd complaint. Okay. Grifter is in this film. Okay. Grifter is the guy who has, like, the red bandana over his face. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And the guns. He is not a DC character. What do you mean? He was a part of the Wildstorm universe, which was one of the labels in the original Image comics line when Jim Lee and, well, there was a bunch of artists that left. Jim Lee was one of the big ones, and, of course, McFarlane from Spawn was one of the big ones. A bunch of other artists all left to form their own label, and this was Jim Lee's label, was the Wildstorm universe. And he eventually, I guess, sold that to DC and joined DC. He's one of their their guys over there. Great artist. And some of his characters came into the DC universe proper, some did not. But they always feel to me like they don't belong. <laughs> Why? It, he just, it's, it's ingrained in my like 90s kid <laughs> DNA. Like that's image. You don't put, he does not belong in the DC universe. This is not a real complaint. Are you, are you it, done having your nerd attack? It's just weird to me every time. It just takes me out of it. I Who just notices nerds like me. <laughs> nerds like me. Grifter does not belong. If you're going to set up like this, everything's weird in the DC universe. It's like, well, it's just weird that he's there at all. <laughs> I don't, it's, yeah. any, anyway, it's not a real thing. I, I liked it. I liked it. You know what? I really love the new Batman. Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne is amazing. He's, That's probably, well, we already spoiled it in a previous episode. He's amazing in this thing. I like that he's really dark. Yeah. But I mean, he's dark, dark. Like he's, yeah. he's throw a woman off a building dark. Yes. I, I just thought that was great. When we, there was a, there was a great moment where we see the alternative. All right. Well. I don't want to get into spoilers yet. Just get into the spoilers. All right, we're doing the spoilers. Warning. We're jumping into it right away. I guess we might as well. <laughs> we have to. There's the there's the scene where we see the alternate story we've always heard, the origin story of Batman. It's told over and over again. We always see it. 
And this time it's Thomas Wayne and he's just punching the killer to death. To death. Literally, he bre- he's beating them to death with his fists. His fists are just covered in this man's blood. Jeez. Oh, just, Christ. oh, all right. So, wow. Okay. That's where we're going. <laughs> that, so that's what we're doing, I guess. That's, yep. Wow. And then mom is sitting there. She goes nuts. She gets infected with Joker serum. Yeah. And then she, well, it, when, when she's laying there with her son. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the real Batman who's dead and she wipes that blood on her mouth and it turns into the Joker's mouth. I mean, that's just amazing stuff. Love that. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't know. I don't, like, maybe there's not much to say about this. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird. Well, it's not only weird, but I think it's a great example of, you know, when you, when you go to an alternate universe, you have sort of the ability to kind of cut everything loose. And this one was just, this, this film was just so brutal. Mm-hmm. So unrelenting and so much going on. I just loved it. I thought it was really good. And then it linked to another cartoon that I saw recently. Animated film? Yeah. What was what was the one where um, they're going on the road trip? Suicide Squad held Suicide to pay. Suicide Squad held to pay. And so, you know, I learned this from that podcast that Dr. Zoom is actually killed by Thomas Wayne, not Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was an amazing time. I just loved it all. I thought the action was good. I thought the scenes were good. I thought the violence was good. I, I thought it felt like an adult story, uh, which I really liked. And I liked the fact that I didn't know who was going to live or die. That the stakes were high. Because in this world, anybody can be killed. You know what was interesting is the stakes are high. And it's hard to be invested because we know ultimately none of this is going to amount to anything. I mean, these are these things are not going to stick. But there was the scene where the Flash tries to get his powers back, and they're doing the Frankenstein thing with the lightning and the the doodads and so forth. And the first time they do it, it goes wrong. <laughs> like he gets lit on, he has third degree burns all over his body, is nearly <laughs> dead, and he says, "All right, we're gonna have to try that again." Like <laughs> what? What? You out of your mind? We're doing this again? This is crazy. And I've fallen in love with Doctor Zoom. He's an interesting guy. Uh, he's interesting. He's a rap scallion. He is. Yeah. It'll kill you too. Well, I guess it's worth it. It's worth it just to watch you go <laughs> through this. He's that big of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just loving everybody. You saved your mom, and this is what happens. Yeah, no, it was you. It wasn't me. He, it wasn't the evil guy. It was like, you? And I'm the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, it's not, this not a is, great you know line. What? I'm enjoying the hell out of it. You this. gotta admit that's a great line. It was a great line. <laughs> he was like, it's like you sacrificed the world to save your mommy. And I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Very wonderful. And he's ride. just, it, it, you know, I just want to see him eating like an apple. You know, he's giving a speech. You know, this is great. It's just like a bag of popcorn. <laughs> he's watching the destruction. It's like, this is all you, buddy. And uh, the Superman in here was good. I liked the, the sort of the weak Superman. It was really creepy. It was creepy. I, I, I just thought it was great. I thought it was well done and very um, delicately drawn. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that from the artwork. I'm talking about the drama. It was just sort of elegantly drawn. I thought it was just really solid. And the thing about Superman in this is that he's also incredibly dangerous. Like, he's they created this monster. The exactly. government created this monster. He's the unreliable narrator. <laughs> and he he murders people. Not necessarily even on purpose. Like Oopsies. he, he does like somewhat, somewhat on purpose. But he, he's like got no concept necessarily of what his powers are or what even murder might be. Yep. The repercussions of his actions and so forth. Like if the, if this universe were to live on, Superman's gonna be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, 
He's going to be a problem for real. That's my only quibble with the film, is I would have liked to have seen them leave this universe open. Yeah. Uh, not in the world or whatever, but just leave this universe open. That dimension. Yeah, that dimension open, let him come back, and then let that dimension exist in its own time. And at some point, who would it, wouldn't want to see Batman meet Batman, his father, right? I mean, that's just that right there is a movie in and of itself. Yeah, I have mixed feelings about that idea. It's like, it'd be great, but also, like, is it stronger if they never really meet? No. Let me help you out. No, it's not. It's stronger if they meet and get to punch each other in the face. Well, if they're at, if they're against each other, if they fight each other, yes. If they're at, at odds. Of course they would fight each other. Then I'd be okay with it. Of course. I mean, you, they wouldn't meet and be buddies. They would, you know, or how about that idea? Like if Bruce Wayne has to stop his dad. Absolutely. Thomas Wayne I'd comes, be fine with that. Thomas Wayne comes to town and wants to clean up Gotham. And people are mistaking him for Batman, Batman. And Batman now has to go stop his father, who's trying to clean up Gotham in the wrong way. Because he's like killing people and things. Yeah. And then they have to go to a confrontation. But it would be even greater is if it works. Like he starts, he kills the Joker. That's interesting. Yeah, he, he kills, kills Two Face. He oh, kills all it. these guys. Like he just, come, he just murders the guys. He just kills them. Like he does what <laughs> Batman should have done. Yeah, just come and shoot people. And quite frankly, Gotham's better off. <laughs> I love it. Now I that's drama. It. Yeah, I love it. I love it. He comes in, just starts shooting people in the face. Boom. Yeah, I mean, the Gotham is better without yeah, the Joker. He doesn't try to. He doesn't try to. You know, wrestle with Doctor Zoom. He shoots him in the head. Yeah. Pow! You're dead. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my only thing. I wish they would have left the universe open. I think you're right. The only thing that weakens the, the film is that it's, ah, it's, none of this really happened. Yeah. Let it happen. Like a, a major character dies and the thrill is gone instantly. He's like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. They're fine. Exactly. I mean, it'll be back. The, the, the Luther character or whatever. Yeah, when Luther dies, you're like, oh, she, oh well, yeah, uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> It's fine. But I would love this to be like a, just an alternate universe that lives. And I thought, man, it was just the, the Thomas Wayne character was so cool. He's yeah. got like the stubble. Mm-hmm. I like that he's a little fatter. He's kind of like a yeah. wider. And he's such a, he's such a broken man. I mean, he, he's like, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't, I got rid of the practice. I, I have a casino now. <laughs> like that's where my money comes from. Exactly. Casino. <laughs> like it's just a, expediency. Like oh, I just need God. the cash. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it's fun. It's a it's a fun flick. I, I'm not exactly sure what happened really with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. That is weird. I, I didn't get that one as much. Like it seemed like they were going to be married. But they were having sex, so yeah. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. This is like a political marriage. And then he cuts the head off of the wife. And but then he was already married. Yeah, but then Wonder Woman killed her. But that was later. Like she, they, they have a scene where they they make love, and his wife, I didn't know it was his wife until later. She's there, like watching or is aware of it. Like she knows what's going on. It's not like it's a secret. I don't understand what was going on. I don't know. I didn't get that. I think that was a little too complicated for me. I could have simplified that story. Yeah. A little bit. I didn't know if that was politics, if it was him cheating on her, and if she knew or was approving for political reasons, mm-hmm. but then changed her mind or was jealous all the time and shouldn't have known. It, whatever. But for the most part, yeah, it's it's uh, it's intriguing. Very intriguing. Uh, a fun little alternate alternative reality. Exactly. Kind of a thing. And it's nice to see some of the old voices from previous movies and TV shows that Oatman hasn't seen. <laughs> 
<laughs> come back, so that's fun for me. And that'll do it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Music Store for podcasts. Check out our website, disagreepodcast.com, and tell a friend about the show. We'd appreciate it. It'll help us grow and keep this thing going. And with that, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Peace and chicken grease.